Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Path to Partner podcast. I can't speak this week, but my name is Kyle, and I'm joined by my co-host as always, Nate. How you doing this week, man? I'm fantastic. It's so nice to be back on the podcast. This is one of the things I look forward to doing. Me too. I really what? like this. It's all the things we get, yeah. don't get to talk about, like in our own chats as much. So this is the perfect place for it. And we talked to you all about us moving to a bi-weekly kind of schedule every two weeks, just in this kind of drought of information. And boy, do I think that was right. First of all, you were sick as a dog last time we met up. Like we did that little shorty one. Did you recover all well and good? You're safe. Oh, yeah. I have no clue. It's these allergies. Like I live in southeastern Ohio and um the trees just decide to bloom all at once. And I mean, my car literally was like caked in this like yellow green pollen and stuff. And I, it just, I mean, I was loopy, tired, feeling like poop. So I feel a thousand times better now. I know what you mean. I definitely remember those days of going out the car and just like wiping off the windshield from all that <laughs> pollen and like a thick coating. Well, I'm glad to hear you're healthy. Glad to hear you're back on, on, you know, the mend and all that good stuff. Um, we, Last time covered some like trend, well, not trend setting. What would I say? Like industry leading topics, things where Spotify people were getting hired over to Twitch and stuff like that. But this week, we actually, a good thing we skipped a little. We've got some pretty exciting things that came out. Um, we're going to talk about VODs being a little bit of hot water, which is kind of a, an open ended sort of thing to get into. Uh, Twitch put out a small change to the way you can preview emotes in chat by clicking on them. We'll get into that. Uh, we're going to talk about DSLRs and how Canon's making some cool moves in the streaming space. Some news on a partner manager thing for my side and what that might mean for the show in the future. And we'll kind of wrap it up with talking about the hype train. Um, but for future episodes, Nate and I, with all the crisis that's going on in the world, all the other stuff, kind of missed that uh, Streamlabs had published Q1 stats for 2020. So we'll probably do that in our next episode, get into that, do a deep dive. I doubt we'll have time in this one, but it'll be fun to go back over all the stats, see where things uh, changed and grew. And these ones are going to be the really exciting ones because they're going to have everything with people being at home. Like These are just going to be interesting metrics, very abnormal and out of the usual. It's going to be really cool comparing the two from this because I don't think this quarter I like I mean what it's been going on for a month now but technically that I don't think reflects the month that just happened so it's going to be interesting no. to see so yeah right. it's going to be really interesting to see like the comparisons between what this has done for Twitch because like one thing that if people come into my channel and say is like man you, you make it feel like I'm still having a normal life because like you but it's because I feel like I'm having a normal life because I don't leave my house anyways right. isn't that <laughs> so, wonderful it is so they like um so like uh, it, it's really good it's going to be interesting to see all those stats and I, I'm looking forward to checking it all out well I am too that's gonna be very very cool let's let's try, jump into this one this is kind of a, an interesting topic right off the bat and this is with VODs on Twitch. They have always been an awkward spot since they were really introduced. And in this case, also talking about like reruns. So I am really bad at noticing whether a streamer is live or if it's a rerun. It's actually a running uh, joke in my chat. I don't know if you've seen Gaeen there, but he'll always come in and go, is this stream live? And makes a <laughs> thing out of it because there are a lot of streamers. He's a big Casey Tron fan. That's where I know him from. And there's a lot of streamers in that space that do, you know, they record their thing or, you know, they broadcast, but then they just replay it for hours. Well, that 
came to the light. I think it was Asmund Gold published a video. Did you happen to catch that one, Nate? This is a couple weeks back. I didn't, but I've been here. Like, um, I the thing is, I don't really get like I still have like an eye on Twitch news, but mm-hmm. when you're like kind of in your own world, you kind of do slip on some things. Oh, but sure. I've seen like people around talking about it, and they're like, "Oh man, I, I can't believe they're doing vods." Valorant was one of yes. the things that came up. I saw Twitch talking about Twitch drops and all these other things, and I was like. Yeah, like, you know, people run reruns all the time. That's fun. And people are like, no, they're not running reruns. They're literally rebroadcasting the thing so it shows they're live right. so people can't get the drops because they don't get drops from reruns. Yeah. So basically, you're right. That's it, totally it. Right on the money. So Asmund Gold did a, a, for those that don't know, huge World of Warcraft um, streamer who's, I think, on hiatus now. He's taking some time to himself, I believe. And that's why it's kind of interesting. He recorded this thing, him outside, just straight to the camera, talking about how he was watching the uh, Valorant community and how it was the top of the directory there it was just filled with these uh replayed videos so twitch on april 28th uh came out in their twitch support account on twitter saying we've heard concerns from creators continuously streaming vods while tagging the channels as live to farm the valorant drops this harms the integrity of the drops program so we've updated our community guidelines to clarify that cheating any twitch reward system is prohibited then they went on to say, we've got a number of questions about this. We want to clear things up. This update is focused on the abuse of the reward system, such as drops, and does not impact other 24-7 or VOD streams, not participating in reward system like TV marathons or past game broadcasts. You know what's Ooh. funny? I talked to Hakuna Matata about uh-huh. that. And one reason why it's so bad is they're literally robbing Twitch ad revenue. It's literally considered stealing because of how they don't have like running and stuff like that. That's what he brought up. That wow. it's like pretty much kind of like stealing money from the company and stuff. Wow. That's one reason why they're like kind of freaked out by it. they're like, okay, well, you know, like if it's something normal, but when people are like farming these drops and these giveaways and just redoing this, but they're doing it in a way where you have 80,000 people watching a VOD. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, like it's just AFK and they're letting it run. Like yeah. there's kind of a point where it, there's like the integrity of it and how people want to go about it. And the thing is, is like you can you can blame the broadcaster for it, but you also have to blame something like Valorant for it, the way that they kind of went about doing it. And then there's these, and this is one thing I try to preach to everyone that comes in and they're like, oh man, I can get this uh, copy of uh, Doom Eternal for two bucks online and the the way that they get it sometimes like oh, that's what yeah. they're doing right now is they're farming these keys and they're selling it for like 20 bucks a pop on like wow. these third-party websites and that's where like that's why it's such a big deal right now it is crazy i mean the money involved in that sort of thing so for those let's take a step back because i feel like sometimes we get so jargony because you and i are like talking about all these upper level concepts so for those that don't know i mean there's many different ways to talk about vods and reruns on, on twitch um, reruns are uh, something that's under the dashboard and good lord I can't even think of where they are at this point I, I've never really run one myself but definitely was close friends with people that did um, a lot of the time rebroadcasting something that went on before maybe because they're missing a stream night where they would usually be on or you know for various reasons I, I knew one um, and she would do this so often that her audience kind of got pissy i mean that this is the downside this is the the cautionary tale of odds that if you run them all the time people do start to assume you're not really live when it shows you being live on the sidebar so it's like 
it just makes it questionable, you know, is seeing Kyle there, is he actually live or is that just a repeat? So uh, to warn anyone that's brand new to Twitch and thinking like, what are VODs? It's something to spend some time thinking about and, and deciding if it's up your alley or not, because, you know, there's some negatives that come with it. But this one, this is massive. I mean, not only are they stealing that money, but it really strangleholds anyone else from growing on those charts. And I think that's what Asmongold really hit home with was if you're sitting there with these many thousands of views and it's not even you doing the work, you could be sleeping for all anyone knows. It's just, you know, a rerun of your old content playing in some way, shape or form. And now no one else on Twitch can get anywhere near the top directory. Which kind of begs the question, this is what I posted back to Twitch, I wrote, um, not that I expected any, you know, interest from them, but I said, my opinion, I said, just my opinion, but I think Twitch should really reconsider if VODs are appropriate in directories at all. Is Twitch a live streaming platform or is a VOD platform? Right now, it's an uncomfortable mix. And that's kind of my takeaway is just that we've got these live videos like or with live streamers, you and me doing stuff. But then next to us could be someone, you know, if we were in Valorant, that's strangling us out of the top of the charts. But they're definitely not there. <laughs> definitely a replay. Where does it shake down? How's the fairness? We all know algorithms on Twitch are in their baby stages. Everything is numbers still. Do you have any thoughts on that, Nate? What, what do you what do we do, man? What do we do? We have that guy that's like D-O-S-T, whatever he is, banana or something like that. And our directory for ESO that does that. He'll like run, he'll run, he'll be like stream for like 36 oh. hours and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we, we do have people like that. Um, I mean, we are in the baby stages of it and which is good. It's good and bad. Like I honestly, like if I would have to compare Switch to something like YouTube. YouTube has like a lot of discoverability, but you're also sure. fighting not just gaming. You're fighting a whole bunch of stuff. And I do believe that Twitch is one of those platforms where when you do get to a point like they're like when we talked about the golden rule of 40s, when you start you know getting a lot more people coming in and tracking in. And like, I think once you get to 100, you're really opening floodgates because now you're there. So I think it's easier. You just like put in time, get up there and then it could be easier and stuff like that. But it is one of the things where we people look at the top of the directories. People look at these things. And when you have these people that are just uh, like just gaining people that are knowing that, OK, well, I'm just here to get Valorant keys and sell them. Um, so now you're like sitting there and you have 80,000 people and the person's not even there. And then like, you know, these Joe Smo, even though it's it's a we talked about it, like you shouldn't be streaming too many games in the diluted market anyways, mm -hmm. especially like in something like Valorant. But it makes it super it makes it impossible for someone to climb up to that that point. So it's I think you said it perfectly on there because we are in a we're in a very awkward stage of we have VODs, we have live streams i feel like it should be more live streams or maybe it shouldn't be maybe there should be like a separate algorithm so it shows who's actually live and then maybe a box down below shows reruns sure i have no clue no i think there's i think it, it, it this is not by the way me saying like purge all retained videos off of twitch if it's not live kill it with fire no i'm i'm just saying yeah with, with what you called out it could be separated out it could be um, a different part of the directory. It could be a, a tab at the top where it's like you drop into the directory and all the streams are live, but then if you click over to the next tab, it's all reruns that are in there, which would neglect those, but that's okay. I mean, those people aren't putting in the same work as the rest of the people that are live. Not to be rude. I don't mean that dismissively, but I mean, it's 
factual. Like if they're at their PC grinding their butt off and you're, you know, taking a shower with a rerun on, there's a very different amount of workload. So maybe, yeah, maybe simple separation like that is the answer. But gosh, that's why I'm glad. Yeah, that that's why I'm glad that they they did update that because the thing is, is like now you don't know if it's a rerun or if it is live, and that's like a huge thing. Is like the thing is, is like I don't think there's any issue with with running reruns on your stream. <laughs> I don't think there are. I much rather you be live or hosting someone because I think that. But Twitch is honestly going to be killing the hosting feature here very soon. Like when you go to someone's page especially with these new offline features, you won't even see who's hosting. You have to scroll through a couple of times. So raids are like, I feel like they are phasing out hosting a little yeah. bit and stuff like that. But um, it's, it's one of those things where you shouldn't, you shouldn't say you're live while trying to rebroadcast what you're doing at that point in time. So, and you know, I mean, a lot of this goes down. I think you said it is, is a lot of it has to do with uh, kind of UI related things. I'll say this just anecdotally. So I have taken on the idea of doing, I do clip videos when I go AFK. I think it's pretty, I mean, it lets people watch something interesting. I haven't been doing well at like varying them up lately. I need to take another stab at that and reset my stream deck. But um, I, I do these AFK videos and that confused people. So we got a marker on the stream it's a picture of louie my dog and he says like his speech bubble says kyle's afk but i do come back a lot of the time to people still asking is this live or not which just tells me no offense to those people that are asking but it's very interesting how uh you know you can raid into people or just stumble into a channel even though it says very clearly in the center of the screen the person's afk it's just how our brain processes information especially on twitch we're just much quicker to ask questions and stuff like that than actually read what's going on in the stream it's it's or on the on the thing it's really weird to kind of see that metric um but it is a real thing I think it's because of the live platform and like yeah. I mean, people come to Twitch because they want that they want that instant hey how's mm -hmm. it going Colin like, hey what's up it's good to see they want that instant thing so I think I think it's just like people's brains are trained to be on this website to think it's instantly live and they'd be like wait you're right is this not live I think you're very very right and this happened to me I raided into Dan's gaming um good friend during the what, what's he do his Halloween thing right did, did you like uh, was it a oh, Halloween? Yeah, yeah. every day is like a replay of something and I raided in there and before even like the video loaded right because of ads or whatever I was like hey guys how's it going and someone in the chat was like this is a rerun Kyle and I was like I, I don't know man I just raided into my friend like <laughs> don't eat me I'm not here to to fight i'm just here to raid in so it's kind of weird I, I i get that kind of animosity like dan's gaming is a person that does a great thing he does that holiday event it's around halloween it's all these horror game repeats from over the years very cool i think that's a neat way to use it but like we said you know there's also times where you get streamers that just broadcast too many reruns to the point that people don't even know if they're live anymore so the debate will continue I'm certain of that. I'm sure Twitch will continue to uh, post updates and things as they decide on this Valorant drops type of deal because kind of feisty. Yeah, that was that was definitely something. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it hits close to home too because we definitely utilize drops. We do a lot. So we really, really do. So I, I know. I mean, we, and you and I, we we gamify it too. Like we're. I think you and I. 
Drops are a great occasion to get a lot of viewers to meet people that usually aren't on Twitch and a great time to convince them to join your audience or or actually stick with the platform. So it's a cool time. I guess maybe Twitch, kind of just thinking as of it as we talk, maybe even Twitch should be concerned that, you know, if these if these VOD channels are the ones that are catching those new viewers that are coming to the platform what does that make people think you know someone already is like well i don't know about this twitch thing i'm still not into it why would i watch someone play games then they go over there for the drops and then their first experience is a vod not the best first experience so maybe something they're actually thinking of that that might be a concern too but that's speculation for another day want to move on to something so inconsequential but also worth noting <laughs> absolutely so on April 30th, Twitch support says, curious about that emote and chat? Now you can click on the emote and learn where it came from and how you can get it. Emote cards are now available on mobile and web. And I've got to say, I actually really, really like this. Um, you just click on it. It gives more information about that streamer. We kind of had these features through things like... Um, FFZ and BTTV, I think, both added something like that where you could like enlarge it when you scrolled over the emo. But now having a full pop out card that shows what the stream, which streamer it is, you can follow and subscribe right from there. Nice and handy little UI tweaks along the way. Yeah, that is really nice. I, I've been using better Twitch TV and Franker Z for such a long time that like it wasn't even, I didn't even think about that. I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds really cool. I thought we've already had that. Come on, Twitch. <laughs> Because yeah, like right? honestly, Frank, like because and I mean, even it's crazy. One of our one of my good uh, friends who comes into my broadcast and hangs out every once in a while is a Twitch staff member, and I taught him about Franker Z and Better Twitch TV. <laughs> His my he is like he is Pepe handsing and Monica essing <laughs> all over the place, dude. He oh, loves it now. My, that's amazing. I'm glad you taught him about that. That's yeah, really cool. it's really good. That goes out for a lot of you guys, especially some of the new people kind of looking in. Um, yeah, I would look into Franker Z and uh, Better Twitch TV, which is a Chrome extension. I'll look into that as well, too, because that will help you. Uh, like, I don't know, the veterans of broadcasters, all the veteran broadcasters all kind of know about Franker Z or in it. So, yeah, Frank, Franker Face Z, FFC. And um, that's the one I recommend you start with. I start the opposite with BTTV, whatever it's called. And, uh, that's actually kind of baked into FFC, which is why I tell you to go about that way, guys. If you're looking into it, you can actually... I don't think you need to have BTTV installed as a Chrome extension now, unless this has changed. But you used to be able to, like, sub-install it, like an add-on directory sort of thing through FFC, which was nice. Saves you a little bit of browser resources for that hungry Chrome machine everyone's running. Um, speaking of, like, web changes and stuff, I should also point out, I didn't have this in the notes, but... Today, six hours ago, Twitch announced that the channel pages are rolling out to viewers. Nate and I covered this a few weeks back, but those are the really awesome and much-needed changes, including um, a, sp a space on your page for a bio, including breakout, like, social media links that actually have the icon next to it so it's pretty you don't have to do that in your panels of course this is all opt-in so if you've got your own system and want to keep it you can but um bio with social links set a channel trailer which i definitely did not record as i promised you i would forget to do and uh, a stream schedule which is really badass you can actually set the games and what day of the week you plan on doing that game so uh really really nice especially like i'm looking forward to it with divvying up my time between ESO now and Fallout 76. So, like, that could be kind of nice to have that tool 
to roughly delineate for some people. Like, this is when I'll be on ESO, that's when I'm on this. And I got to kill, um, I was paying for a little calendar plugin on my website and I got to unsubscribe from that. So, woohoo. Hey, when does uh, that supposed to roll out? Do they uh, say a date? Is currently rolling out to viewers over the coming weeks. So, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to make my video tomorrow out. then. Yeah. By the way, uh, I do have a couple of videos I would love to uh, either post up or show you. Um, one of my friends, Kazler, who's a used to be an animated dog kind of character thing. I remember. But he's a really good looking dude, and he moved to um, he moved to having like a face cam. He shot his whole thing, and it was like the most mind blowing like production I've seen, and like I think he is a role model for it. So I would love really? to like show you and maybe tweet it out or something, oh, and, like put it out there. But um, yeah, it was really good. I really need to get uh, working on it. That's why I'm so glad I'm getting a second camera so I can do it and not have to take my A-roll camera for my stream off and then do flip back and forth yeah. between all of them. So I'm super happy about it. I that. definitely want to see that example because I don't, that's my whole thing is I just, I'm not sure where I want to go with the channel trailer. Like it, it could be for those that want to do it easy and utilize it. It really truly could be as simple as you guys taking a clip compilation video, you know, taking some of your like coolest, funniest, like most descriptive about you, happiest moments and throwing it into a video that that could be as simple as you make it but i am interested to see like you're saying i want to see what the higher production's going to i want to see what it's like when people are taking the camera away from their desk and they're not in their same setup like i think maybe you're hinting at not sure mm -hmm. but if you're getting that extra one i'm guessing you're not doing it at your desk uh, nope, nope, nope. i'm definitely gonna i'm gonna have like my setup behind me it's gonna be awesome but uh nate will be in bed scantily clad <laughs> it, it, with my uh channel trailer my bear skin, polar bearskin rug i um, subscribe <laughs> the thing is, uh, the one thing I'm really worried about, though, is how many people are actually technically going to look at this. Because well, yeah. how much effort do you really need to put in? Um, do you need to put in all this effort? Is it going to be one of those things like that's going to go completely unnoticed? Like like when they did the I VODs fear. where you can make like highlight clips and upload yes. your own videos of that stream and nobody watched them? No. So like I'm I'm wondering no like I want to know like it would be cool if they let us have like a system to tag our video like ESO, MMO, uh variety and stuff like this and give us a limited amount of tags so that way people could potentially find us a little easier. That would be dope. You know, I will I will call out. I will say I'm pretty happy. We we talked about their algorithm being in the baby stages, but I do more and more find people coming into the channel being like, "I got you through recommended." And I'm like, "That's awesome. That's good. That's at least, you know, getting people and people are clicking into it. That's the most important thing cuz I sure have a Twitch recommended section that I never look at cuz I never ever ever go to the homepage of Twitch on my own. I'm just never there. I always search. I always put in the Google with a Chrome bar. I go Twitch ESO and I go straight to my directory. Might as well have a bookmarked at this point. But um, yeah, but, I'm glad yeah. that those are being seen. So I'm hoping what you're saying is hope they see yeah, it. Mine, mine's being seen a lot, especially now that my average viewership's like closer to like 200. Heck it's like, yeah. They like, like people are like, Hey, you're on the front page. That's how I found you. Hey, like I'm like getting it like so much. And that's, that's nice. where it is where it's like the doors are opening up. They're like, yeah, we found you in the small uh, streamer, but it also could be because I'm still affiliate, um, oh. which we're very close to partnership. And letting you guys know, I did just get recently get denied, but it was because everything was good and they just want to see a little bit more. So we're, we're almost there. I can taste the sweet, sweet nectar of partnership. So we're really close to it. Um, 
yeah. But yeah, no. So they're like, yeah, you're in the small community, which is weird because you're like, you're sitting there with like 200 views and everyone else at 35. I was like, well, yeah, I don't, I have no clue how they run that algorithm, but it's so good. But I'm glad people are like clicking me from front page and the recommendation. I think that what they do is they just find the games and like similar tags and they just like a list up what's there. So I'm Probably. hoping that's what's going on. Probably. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting. I'm 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 going through switching, you know, to a 50-50 schedule between ESO and 76. And I'm curious, like that's been really cool to meet some of the 76 audience too. And and I think one or two of them said recommended. So I was kind of surprised that actually clicked over so quickly. Although maybe part of that's due to the fact that we share a large audience between those two games. So I don't know. But I was like, wow. I was already in the recommended for a game that I just was starting to stream versus like had been long entrenched into. So come on, Twitch, keep that thing going. Yeah, mine did the same thing because like uh, me and you share a pretty decent sized audience. And I think most of your viewers are from Fallout 76. But since I didn't even watch it before, it was already throwing me like recommended for Fallout 76. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, those metrics are just really, really interesting i wish i knew more but i'm gonna skip down one over the dslr for a sec if that's okay because we're on the topic but um so i had my first call with a partner manager today for twitch and he was an awesome dude we got along so well we blew through like we had set aside like 30 minutes for a call we blew through that in what felt like seconds so we're gonna get back on next week um but a couple things to call out here i mean one i said to him i was like it was interesting uh, he, he just got hired on board with Twitch about two, two or so months ago. Um, in the, you know, under that umbrella, what we talked about before, they were trying to get more staffers to manage all the partners they had. You know, you and I discussed this in the past where there just wasn't enough managers to go around. And so they would say, just use the, the general help submission form. So, I mean, even as a partner, you know, you're just using the generic one. And um, the services that the partner managers offer, very, very interesting. So he was offering things like, you know, you're always welcome to ping me and we'll get in touch. We'll go over analytics if you ever have questions about that. You know, you're more than welcome to share feedback through me. If you ever have a a problem, you can um, put in a ticket and I will track it for you to make sure it's resolved. Like it was some really cool, really awesome features that twitch maybe should have for for more and more people and i did tell them that you know i said it was really awkward before you got here i mean i'm, I'm so excited about this because i'd been in the dark since january 2019 you know i just had no no contact um actually it was ninja 614's partner manager that would poke me every once in a while and be like you want to get on the home page for this day you want to do this that and the other and so i would like have to ride shotgun <laughs> in ninja's partner <laughs> manager situation it was awkward but um it was his partner manager that introduced me to mine uh cool news we're going to be on the 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 homepage for the ESO release on March no May I always say the wrong thing May 26th homepage days so that's going to be fun I don't have details yet about that but man that it's going to be a cool week for ESO and that kind of brings me into the area that it's so necessary for them to have these partner managers because they were it was opening my eyes to the idea that being on the homepage doesn't have to be a rare thing. Like for me in this last year, it was something I got to do once for the Elsewhere release for ESO. And then again, like two weeks later for Pride Month. Uh, But outside of that, I had no hopes or expectations to do it. There is like this form that you can submit to to get on the homepage, but no one ever responded to me. And I filled it out like in September or July of 2019, somewhere in that window. 
Um, but having these managers, they can actually look out for events for you. And they'll, you know, if once they know what you're into and what your channel is about more and more, they'll start tossing your name into the ring for just different opportunities. And that's why I say I'm really happy that Twitch is finally reaching out and doing more of that. They're finally beefing up the staff because that's just something that so many people don't have access to. I mean, gosh. That's a big feature to miss out on. So really happy for this guy. I'm really hopeful maybe in the future you and I could poke him about getting someone on the show here to talk about something. So if anyone out there has uh, you know any preference of what Nate and I might poke a Twitch staffer about, if anyone would be interested in coming on in the future, if you guys have something you're really interested in, in particular, that a Twitch staffer would have insight to and you think they would be able to talk about, Keep that NDA stuff in mind. They can't share everything. But if you guys have that, feel free to email it to us or tweet it at us. All that information is in the description below or in the podcast show notes, wherever you're listening to this. But uh, pathtopartnergmail.com, we'd love to hear from you. I just like to know, get an idea, hopefully by this upcoming Wednesday. So send it in before uh, May 13th, and I'll try and compile that and um, pass that along if we could maybe poke them to get somebody on here. Yeah, I'm glad that they're I'm glad that you got a partner manager and I'm glad they and like I I talk to people and they're like, yeah, they're adding a lot more people in. And that's what that's what I've been hearing about, because like I like literally emailed them after this most recent denial because I like I, I had like I counted all my numbers and everything were perfect. I was well above average. I'm still waiting for like an email back. So I think the thing is, I just don't. I think they're growing really quickly and I think they have growing pains and they're, they mm -hmm. don't want to overstaff and they don't want to understaff. They're trying to find people that are qualified to do this. And, you know, all these other things to try to run like a tight ship. That's like still good. So um, I'm really excited about it. And like, that's good news. I'm glad yeah. you finally got someone because that shows hope for like the whole exactly. company. And, like, that, that's what I'm most excited for. And I got to tell him, I was like, dude, you know, we haven't, I, I, he asked me what kind of my growing pains were. And I talked about how, you know, what our directory is like. Um, he actually talked about this really cool idea of getting together kind of a support group of streamers. He's like, I want to see some of my partners, like get them together into like discord calls every once in a while, share ideas. And I was like, I love that, man. You know, that's really, really cool. Share between, he doesn't want to get people. He's really thinking about it. Doesn't want to get people that are just MMO players together. He's like, I want to do an FPS an MMO, you know, a, a simulator game and throw them together because your directories are so different. You know, every time you talk to another MMO player, it's, it is true. Like you and I, you, me and Ninja, we always talk together. So we always know the same information at the same time, which makes us kind of blind at times to what's going on in, you know, what's that radical change in the Fortnite community like? You know, yeah, I don't know. That's why, that's why I spend, I mean, for the most part, coming from the variety background roots and having like all those friends in there is like, I have a plethora of them, but once you, when, it's like that thing, it's like when you put your head down, because as yeah. broadcasters, we you got to have a consistent schedule, yeah. be in your bubble, head down, do what you do, you rate over, you talk for about 15 minutes in other people's broadcasts and you're like, whoa, I got stuff I got to do to try to keep maintenance <laughs> of the ship. So true. So it's like, it's so rough. It, it can be really, really rough to kind of get everything where it needs to be. So, um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, 
it's still one of those things where it's like in the MMO, you still get in there, but I yeah. still kind of know what's going on, yeah. but I don't at the same time. So it's I think hard. that's a wonderful idea. I liked, he, he got that too. I told him, I said, I feel like I'm old and curmudgeonly like streamer man on my front porch yelling about getting off my lawn. Cause I said, you know, I've been streaming now full time for over a year and I've been on the platform for three. It's like, I told him it's crazy going from that full time job where you can kind of like, you know, what I was doing I could poke in during the day and see what like classy Katie or other streamers might be up to. But then, you know, now it's like, as soon as my eight hours are up, I'm like, my butt hurts. I need to get up. I need to stretch. I need to eat. I've been hungry for like six hours now. <laughs> like, you know, it's that sort of life. Like, I just want Netflix. Netflix and sleep. Netflix and sleep. Oh, no man. I know. I, it's funny. <laughs> Someone came into my broadcast today and was like, how do you keep like a consistent stream being home? Because, you know, they're, they're at, well, mm-hmm. still at home work and stuff like that. I was like, honestly, man, I don't think you realize how much talking eight hours a day takes the energy out of you, man. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm like, like, even right now, I'm like sitting there, like I'll start spacing. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, Nate, like stop space now because oh, I, you know, dude. I stream still on Wednesdays, and um, yeah, yeah, so it, it can be rough, but at the same time, it's the most rewarding thing ever. Like, there's something about firing up your broadcast, looking down and seeing, you know. Like within the first 40 minutes, getting up to like 100 viewers, and you're just like, wow. Oh, 100 yeah. people want to see me. This is so oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I got into Ugh. some interesting Twitter conversations today, too, um, with people. Oh, we could do that. And oh, we should so do an etiquette one. I, I just thought about it now because I saw a little notification, but I got into some really interesting ones. Someone was sharing etiquette tips today. Um, I don't know how it got just like a lot of shares, likes, retweets. Then it was very interesting about what should and shouldn't be said in chats. And some people, you know, argue and hard the opposite. I, I'm just really enthused for all of Twitch right now from pretty much every angle. Um, you know, they're the things they've created. Uh, we'll talk hype trains again here in a second. Down to them hiring more staff. Down to just what everyone's buzzing about. It's a hype time again, my dude. I'm very happy. I'm very excited about it too because they're for, they're literally there for there for like two months. Ooh. There wasn't that much going on. No. I was like, oh no, I love talking about this stuff. But, but rough. I mean, we can just sit, we repeat ourselves over and over and over just to push our content. But we'd much rather give you like higher value content. Yeah, real stuff. So to wrap up with the partner manager thing, I will say he had a lot of questions about the hype train. We've been using that super effectively on my stream. It has been amazing. Thank you to everyone in this chat. I know there's people watching us live on YouTube right now that definitely are huge contributors to those hype trains. So thank you very much, everyone. Uh, but he had tons of questions about it because he was like, I can see in your finances, you have a noticeable uptick in this thing. And I was like, well, you know, we're using the system you guys gave us. And so I'm compiling a big email. He asked for feedback. So I'm doing a big one, breaking it down. You know, it's a multi, it's kind of a long sheet already. But like, what are the pros and cons? What are the weaknesses? What needs to be changed? Like critically, I said critical issue for it. It's always got to be fresh. Got to keep that train. Like it's got to have new emotes. You guys are going to need to roll out new features. Otherwise, it will die and become boring like everything. Kind of like we talked highlights just never really took off you know channel points have kind of i don't even hear anyone talking about channel points now no one's asking for them to be turned on no one's asking where they are when they're turned off it's i feel like that's already gone but hype trains are keeping people pumped 
Um, this month, we actually are doing something neat on my channel where we're doing a sticker uh, in addition. So, like, when people get one of those conductor badges, they're going to get something physical in the mail. Because I've been having tons of requests over time, and I thought, what's a cool way to tie together some achievements with something that's going to pay for itself? So, shipping costs. I just spent $100 on stickers. Like, they're not... They're not cheap for anyone wondering. Stickers are expensive. so Especially die cut ones. Yeah. Well, and those are the nice ones, too. So those are the only ones I'll do. If they're not die cut, they're not for me. Um, but, yeah, so that I thought that's a nice way to kind of balance it out. It's going to reward people that can give and, you know, that I can actually financially afford to send stuff out. But Twitch is very interested in hearing what you guys are doing about hype trains, what your criticisms are, what your... Um, you know, anything. So if you guys want to include that in an email, like I said, um, just looking for a lot of different feedback. Uh, what we, what you guys want us to do, if we can have someone from Twitch on the show, like what topics you'd like. And then again, whatever you think about hype trains, good or bad. Because I've got a lot you're of good to say. You're killing it. The way you're doing the hype train is phenomenal, man. Like the 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 choo-choo, <laughs> like noises. I'm like, I, like, I watched it and I was like, this son of a gun is doing this was so amazing, man. Like you, I, you did it. You did a good job with it. Like you, I you did a, a really, this is mine. I'm like, like, you know, people like coming, I'm like, Oh, here's a scam train. And then people like donate, but I'm one of those people that feel absolutely terrible. I'm like, I don't know how to be like, yeah, type trains here. Come on, let's do All it. Right. Reach into your pockets. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know that. But you did it in a way where it's not like that. It's like, Oh, there's like all this, like, stuff's popping up on your screen and there's trains and whistles and like you can't even see the screen and people are going nuts and like oh my god kyle take my biddies uh, take my biddies so here's an interesting <laughs> feedback stat though for for you guys this isn't so much something i'll give over to twitch but it is true i i play it up like crazy it always results in about a, a 10 to 20 decline in viewership though so that's kind of the weird thing about selling yourself on the internet, right? We always talk about this. But it's interesting because most of the chat is having a hell of a time. And everyone's loving it. And it's paying for itself. Like, we are, it is, in my opinion, the true coming together of, like, this is me streaming because I love it. And people are giving back because they love it. And together, it's just, like, this insane, like, outpouring of excitement and yelling. But that turns some people off, too. You know, some people are like, I just want a chill time. Yeah, have you seen that if someone is it's the first time donating or gifting a sub, and I'm not sure if it's on Twitch or just in your chat, but like recently I've had a lot of new people that come in and like you're the only broadcaster I watch on Twitch right now. Like you're the I've came in for drops, yeah. Now I only watch you. And then like they they gifted a sub and on the little like the little gray area said so this is their first sub gifted or this is their oh. the first gifted sub in chat. Have you seen that yet? Uh not that one i but i don't you know what i don't read the standard twitch chat so that's probably why yeah i usually i usually uh well i mean i keep it up because better twitch tv but i was looking over it and i was like whoa well, was like this literally says i don't know that's if anyone neat. else sees it or we see it but um yeah i noticed it like the other day as well too <laughs> princeton chat says you have to embody your in the inner casey tron and it is true <laughs> i have taught my chat this phrase Quote, subbers, gifters, donors, give me your money. End quote. That's a good Casey Tron one that I've stolen. And now oh. they know it, too. And they yell it during the train. <laughs> so, Casey Tron, <laughs> thank you for teaching me how to shake my audience for all of their biddies. Ooh, that's also, so, it's so funny because you, it's like, it, it, like, I know I've Casey Tron is fantastic. I've heard some of her comebacks to people. <laughs> like, they're so good. 
And like oh, she does it, but she does it in a way where she makes it like a meme. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. Five subs, why not? It's $25. Here you go, Casey Tron. She did a video. <laughs> did you see her Twitter post from like yesterday or something about this? Oh, no. It's I a did not. Clip of her VOD. She's got a, like a, a, not a whiteboard, but those like those big pullover sheets of paper for presentations. And she has all these ways that people can make money. And she's yelling about how she's not saying it, but she's implying that you should sell your body to make. <laughs> her Twitch money. And she's like, do I need to spell out what your services are? She's like, I, and then she freaks at the end. I don't care what you do. Just give me my money. And just like freaking yells. Like you said, she memes it up and it works every time. But people are, That's you know, the they get in she on the makes joke. It a joke. Yeah. And you're just like, you're just like, and like when you're in on the joke, like there's two types of people in this people were on Twitch that watch or people that think she's completely serious and people that are in on the joke that see these people that think she's serious. So what you do is you give subs and these people that think she's serious are like, why would you give her money? And right. then you just keep giving her money because she has a she is a business woman. She is a businesswoman. And I also realized that we give Casey Trump the most airtime. I'm over the top. Oh, I know. We're like, I know. maybe she's we should brilliant. Just, should we just change this to be like the Casey Tron fan club podcast? <laughs> like, get this straight. We kind of accomplished it. Chat's talking about get, it. We need to get Casey Tron on the Path oh. Partner podcast, please. Oh my God. I, her lessons that she teach. Just a warning in advance. Maybe don't follow the one she said. If, if she feels like she's a character, don't follow those uh, ideas. But she is truly like in like she leads it in crazy ways. So kudos to her. Kudos this crazy hype train stuff. Play it up. Don't be afraid to be you for your audience. The people that don't like you are going to leave. It's fine. They're not, you know, they're not going to stay anyway. And you definitely don't want them trying to meld you into who they want you to be. So play it up for the people that you like. Be yeah. what those people want. That is so, like, you know, this whole, like, now I do PvP. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. the thing is, is a couple people have come in and they've tried to change me into yeah. this, like, toxic being. And I'm like... I'm not toxic. They're like, well, you should, you like, don't you care that you're like losing in PVP from time to time? Or like someone comes in and they're like, hi, I just teabagged you. I'm like, yeah, you did. That was really good, man. And people are like, why aren't you like upset about it? I'm like, man, listen, like, that's not who I am. I can't get upset about this. It's a video game, man. It's like, so I, you know, I'm here for, I'm here for the entertainment value, not to be good at a game. It's so, I love so it, man. true. So don't let anyone mold you to be where you stay yourself and you try to keep going. The more comfortable, the more comfortable you are, the more people respect this. So you do you. Now, can, can I know we haven't done the DSLR conversation. Maybe we should. Let's let's do the DSLR next. And then I have a little bit of drama I'm going to wrap up the show with. So if that works for you, let's let's talk about this camera, because this is actually pretty freaking exciting. The, the 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 streaming space has been missing good cameras outside of the C920 or whatever it's called. Yeah. So if anyone's ever been thinking, oh, man, I'd really love to get a DSLR camera. But then you look and you're like, oh, you know, like a cam links, one hundred fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. The cameras like, you know, it's like, you know, I can maybe shell out the two hundred fifty or um, three hundred dollars for a used one, but or I could maybe you can even get the new one for five hundred with a lens. But then you're like, man, you know, the rest of that, you know, then adds up five hundred. Then you buy like another lens for yeah. it, and that's another hundred fifty. And then the hundred fifty dollar cam link. Well, Canon, who has a pretty good, that has a really good camera. They have like a really good color and stuff on their their lens and stuff. They just now released a beta that if you have a camera that is in their the beta list. 
you can oh. download software and you can take your uh, I think it, it might be either it's either HDMI mini to um, uh, 3.0 um, uh, USB or it's just USC to US, uh, USB like thing. Um, and once they uh, once they put that out there, you can just plug it straight in. So now you can skip buying a cam link or skip buying a capture card and you can use any of the cameras on the list and just plug it in. Plus, they have now. One of their biggest issues that they had was they didn't have a camera that had clean HDMI output, which is what you need. So you can have autofocus and it can kind of frame you up and do everything. Well, like most other people, like I have to have it just stationary. So I have like one set focal length. And like if I move out of it, it'll get blurry. If I move forward, it'll get blurry. But now with the Canon SL3 that's new, that's out, it is made just for um, it's pretty much made for broadcasters. It's 30 frames. And it has 60 frames. I think it was all the way up to 120 at 1080p. And it has 24 frames at 4K. And so they completely blew it out of the water. Canon's making the step forward. They're realizing that there's a huge market for DSL cameras for broadcasters. And trying to take the next step in order to make everything a lot more seamless for us. So we can uh, cut out companies like uh, Elgato, which is kind of a price gouger on their prices with a lot of stuff. That is true. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like that better as well, because, you know, I, I got that that Canon for YouTubing right around Christmas, and I really, really like it. But it's, it makes me sad that the current camera I have is a Lumix G7. Now, it is a really nice camera, but it suffers from the idea that, you know, I can't interchange the lenses. I got it because at the time, this is before the Camlink 4K was out, and that older Camlink sucked. Mine would have issues where it, like, um... If the computer had any sort of like blue screen, which mine was having at the time, I would have to unplug and physically replug that thing in. It didn't work. So until I replaced it with a 4K Elgato cam link, it was a nightmare. Uh, You know, and again, it forced me into this camera that I, I like, but I don't know how to work it. And it's not like great for photos outside of this. Someone out there probably loves their G7 and that's fine. But I was looking at it comparatively with some vlogging cameras and it it just didn't compare. It's really good for what it does, but I would have gone with a Canon if I had the choice. And now that's hella tempting. I if I have to replace this guy in the next couple of years, it's definitely going to be Canon. Yeah, it, the whole thing is I still had the 4K cam link and I'm still going to continue using it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But by the time that they get this software up and get it through beta and get it to where it needs to be, if I have any issues, I can do it. And then the cool part about using a Canon is I think like M50s, I'm not sure if they use the actual lenses, like the, the real lenses in their whole lineup or they use a special lens. Yeah, they're special like, for um, that. Yeah. So with the Canon SL, you can you can you can literally get yourself a 15 or well, I guess I, I think it was uh, like a five thousand, six thousand dollar lens, and you can put it on that little body of an SL two or an SL three. Oh, yeah. and that's really cool is that they have the features that if you do want to upgrade later. And like I've been a fan of Canon. The only thing I didn't like, what I didn't like was I was like, man, there's no clean HDMI output. But oh. I ended up buying it anyways, and I was very sad about it. And then like, but now they they see the market, they see there's an opening, and they swooped in. And I mean, Heck you'll yeah. see it in Alpha yeah. Gaming. Epochs Vox we'll talk about it. we're talking about it here it's uh it's some big news because like I said it's it's saving you $150 it's cut undercutting stuff it's making it more accessible and now these companies like Panasonic or Sony now have to look at themselves and be like whoa we really need to do something to catch up because Canon's going to blow it all like I 
when I purchased the SL3, which I just literally purchased like maybe a couple days ago, <laughs> said there's there's 30 left in stock. So I bought wow. it. I like, yeah, okay. I was like, wow, okay. There's it says there's only 27 left in stock. They're sold out now because oh, it's a it's a hot thing. commodity for streamers now because the lenses are cheap, they're really yeah. nice. So I'm really excited about. It. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad people are starting to realize that they can. Uh, help broadcasters out and make it a lot easier for us. That is actually very, very cool. I I, I like that whole camera space, and I, I don't know. I, I like my Canon a lot better than my my Lumix. Sorry, Panasonic fans. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just not really me. So, cool beans. I'm in, man. If I got to replace this one, I'm definitely going to go Canon in the future, especially when it's out of that beta. And I guess, yeah, leaving off saying, Elgato, lower your prices, man. <laughs> Some of your products are... You know that Stream Deck Mini, you know that like six button one? I did the yeah. rough math at the time. Like buying one of those was only saving you like twenty or thirty dollars off of buying like the real, like the standard edition one with a normal one, the what's this, five by three, the fifteen key one. And it was like price to price, it was like embarrassingly different. I'm like, you guys are just so price scouting with this stuff. Like Yeah, I felt so bad. I w- like I sat there and I looked forever for these key lights and I looked and I looked oh. and I didn't want to fit. I wouldn't want to fork because you can get lighting that's high quality, amazing lighting for really cheap, like $50 for the exact same type yes. of lighting. The only thing is, is this, you can change the color temperature and everything to what I would like it to look like. And they're just, they're LED panels. So they're like, cool. Yeah. So I could find like some other ones, but I didn't want to get up and adjust them and like, you know, I would have to reach behind my desk and do this. So I, I literally, I've had forked out 400. That's oh, astronomical. For it these, is. For two I have key one. lights. I have one. I can oh. agree. I'm looking at it. It is my one of my bigger stream shame purchases. It's not even a direct light on me. It's a balancing light off the wall. I, I actually think it's really ugly to look at them. They're too bright for my eyes. It's a me thing. Yeah. It's not everyone. Not everyone's going to have that problem. But I hate playing video games with lights shining in my eyes. So I've got my box lights like kind of out of my peripherals a little bit or on the far edges. So it's not like I'm looking. But those key lights are rough. And like you said, $200 per light. Uh, I bought myself some new ones. This is the convenience factor you're talking about there. I got two when I bought that camera. I think they were $150 for a set of two. They are basically the same thing as the key light, just that you have to physically turn it on and off, which is a poor man's solution. If anyone out there wants to know, you can easily get, if you've got like an Alexa or a Google Home, you get one of those enabled switches, plug them into that or plug a surge protector into that. And I just tell it to turn my lights on and off. As a nine thousand IQ move, the only reason the only reason why I really like them got that from an is, old school podcast. <laughs> yeah, the reason why I like them though is because I, the, like my heat has been cut down because I used to use fluorescent lights. Yeah, so it is, I, it's just like I can sit in here and be completely happy and like so I'm loving it. So I, it was kind of worth it. I probably should actually. Those other ones are sitting in the other room since I'm not vlogging with them. I should bring them in here and swap them out. But you know what? The worst thing in the world is streamers readjusting your lighting because once you have it right it will never be that good again so count your blessings 
or camera. Once you get your camera to the perfect spot, please oh. don't, please don't. That's why I'm spent $500 on a body for a different camera. So I can, I don't have to take it on and off because it is such a pain to adjust your camera. That angles. last time you did it, Nate recorded something oh. and we got on here. I think, I think it took you about an hour to get them to get it reconfigured which is normal that's normal like it takes about an hour to get your stuff back together after you disassemble it it just sucks <laughs> we need a simpler solution that's yeah the, that's why literally like it may have been the most unnecessary purchase like it could have taken off taken on but i it was i think it's worth every 500 dollar or every dollar that was in that man because it, it was needed but what was that drama that we were talking about? Wonder, yeah, so let's do. wrap it up with this one for this week. I just wanted to, I guess it's kind of timely because we are still in the middle of the crisis. And I, we talked about this weeks ago saying, you know, there was going to be a time where we probably saw some of this affecting Twitch chat. And I think I actually had two in the matter of about two or three days. Um, people that came into my stream, longtime viewers that were both independently these two situations are almost identical but they happened apart where they like expressed how they couldn't be a part of my community anymore and how like we had helped them in the past but now they're one of them one of them didn't like i was telling a story about my dad and and how he and i weren't talking to each other right now because of other stuff but um he's like i heard you talking about your dad and i realized i can't live without my family and so i can't be around you anymore and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, okay, this is not a me thing. Like, I make no apologies. You know, I ta I shared about my dad yesterday. I don't know what it triggered in you, my dude, but I hope you seek friends and help and, like, talk to somebody because don't go it alone. It was very strange. I got something like that, too. Oh, we got to talk after broadcast. Okay. Because, yeah, where it was just, like, out of nowhere. It's like, you triggered something in me and I can't be around. But then they slipped back in recently. So, I like, I'm kind of wondering what's going on. So, we'll, we'll have to do it. But, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's the thing is like if if you guys are out there and uh, if this stuff like this happens, it does. It's, the longer you're doing it, the way more you get it. The only thing is, I feel like I haven't gotten it as much lately. Like I feel like I'm kind of pushing it out or something like that. But it'll come back. It, it definitely will. will. <laughs> you're never immune to it. And and then the you know two days later, like I said, someone came in. They'd actually. Um, had just been in the chat like the day prior saying, you know, thank you so much. You got me through all this cancer treatment. Like I was lurking and doing all this. Well, I couldn't do other stuff. You guys made my life so happy. But then they came in the next day and they got really weird about it. And they're like, I'm giving up on everyone from my old life. I'm moving on. Thanks for the time. I'm leaving you. And I was like, it was weird. And I'm in the middle of fallout. And, and that's like you said, it's one of those situations. You kind of become like a therapist for your someone in your chat it's weird because i'm always worried I, I try and be this ultra modern dude that like respects and understands mental health things even when i'm not a master of that field like i try to be very sensitive and accommodating of that and i always try and drive home the point that like please don't go alone i don't care if you follow me again or not like even if what i say offends you but still i need you to go talk to somebody right now because the one the, the cancer treatment one, she was not making decisions that were in her best judgment. Like, she was talking about let's chopping out whole segments of her life. And I was like, I really hope you don't make decisions right now. Like, just take a night, relax, think about it. Because it was just very atypical, very scary, if you will. Like, one of those moments where you have to keep your composure on stream, but you also know you're dealing with someone that's, like, highly volatile. And so, yeah. weird. 
with this time, especially nowadays, yes. and this is one thing that they always talk about with like all the stuff that's going on and why there's such a need for like, you know, you really need to check on people because their mental status. A lot of people aren't like us where we're solitary type of people where we, you know, we have a Twitch chat and we stream, we talk and do stuff, but we like to recharge and stay by ourselves. Cause I do believe a lot of Twitch broadcasters like this perfect extroverse introvert type people. Right. Um, the thing is a lot of people need stuff to like cope coping mechanisms of being like, Oh, like I need to keep busy. I need to do this. The, the scariest thing is, is when you're by yourself thinking and you have time, a little voice in yourself will always kind of start critiquing you and bring oh, you bring yourself down in your same. head. So what, what that's one of the scariest things. And sometimes, but that's where as a, when we, as a streamers, we have a hard time because we don't know. We can't, it's hard to depict if someone's really doing this yeah. or like, like mm -hmm. they're actually going to hurt themselves or they're going to reach out or they're, they're doing it to try to, to try to get like the, the and their solicit all the chat uh, to pity them yes. yeah, you know, solicit yeah, reaction like, yeah 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 that's why like i legit have like in in my side of my desk i have a little thing that has suicide prevention hotline the trevor project you know, like all those yep. all those lists for things so if someone does have it i literally just i'll just go in there and type the number in and i send it to him and i'm like hey i'm sorry i can't like talk to you about this on broadcast you gotta understand like i'm trying to do something and like it's because it's like you know but i was like i really am here for you this is this this is a number you can do and that but there's not too much because the thing is it's like i've ha I've had people i've had people that come back in and they're like oh i was like is that was that you that did that yeah it was me i'm sorry i was like i just wasn't thinking and it's like well why did you make like a fake account and pretend you were someone else to, like do this like you'll have you'll have weird situations and that and it sucks because like if someone really is in need now you're like crying wolf to the point where someone's in need it's like it's hard to really change the chat around and do what you got to do it is and and it, this is probably a whole other conversation for another day but i would love to dive into the idea like prince in chat saying the whole situation with both of those individuals that kyle had was stressed me out as a viewer can't imagine dealing with it as a streamer it is something we could dive into like you said there is some crying wolf there's definitely real stuff out there especially in this time you know like you said i can't imagine lots of people at home doing life like they've never done it before so definitely a real thing at the same time, you know, I, I had to ban the one of the two because I felt so uncomfortable. They they started to move into the territory of, um, I wish I could date you, and I, you know, all that sort of stuff. And so they had stopped talking in chat. They were no longer responsive to me at the end of the night. I was like, I need to not have that person coming back, even if it is in two months. They are crossing some lines that, like, I, I, gave, I provided them the help I could and told them what the, you know, next steps would be beneficial. Didn't try to, you know, parent them too hard. But just, you know, it's like that's people are definitely going to form some unhealthy connections nowadays. So as a streamer, be really careful while you're out there. That doesn't mean to say, you know, walk around with your shields up all the time. But like, do always be cautious of who you're sharing information with. Do be very, um, do be very wary or like... <sighs> We could have a whole episode on just how to deal with those crises in chat. But it's one of those things you definitely want to try and give them the best advice, which is to seek help. Um, but it definitely stresses your chat out. And it's a, definitely a selfish move on their part. I don't mean that to sound like an a-hole. But, like, it's it's selfish in the sense that they're coming and they're just dumping this whole load of something on you as a streamer who is not qualified to handle that situation. So... 
as streamers, just be careful. Like Nate said, that's a great idea to have those numbers handy so you can just share them if you need them. But I do unfortunately imagine, not to be the Debbie Downer in the room, but I imagine it's going to get tougher and tougher over the next couple months with that sort of thing. You know, a lot of people are going to have those sort of issues coming out more and more. So stay strong, streamers. Keep your heads up. Keep uh, keep fighting the good fight. And yeah, just always try and give people some good advice if you can in those situations. Yeah, and remember that you're not an expert as no. well, too. So that's why I say, like, definitely the, give them the numbers. Try yeah. to get them where they need to get to. Because one of the worst things that would ever happen is some house or some, something fell back upon you. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them the things. Give them as much general advice as possible. But even when I tr- do try to give people, like, somewhat type of advice, it's very general. It's like oh, people yeah. will only accept it if they want to accept it. And then, like, then people do get really into it. So... And the best thing I can say is, you know, try try to understand the balance. Don't try to get too wrapped up into it because like it can be it can be really weird. It can be really weird. Like really I mean weird. there there's a I mean, yeah, so that's all I got. Yeah. On no, that's really it. Like Nate said, you know, my advice to them when I say general is always speak to somebody. Do not be alone right now. Like call call family, call whomever that you like to talk to. Call this number. I know none of them are going to do it. Like in my heart, I just know none of them are going to come to your stream chat and then go call the Trevor Project or something. I wish, but we're, we're living in reality for a second and saying, nah, they probably just bopped over to someone else's stream and shit talked how you oh, yeah, didn't, didn't like their... <laughs> didn't coddle them enough or something i don't know but it is that thing you said it too nate god be careful about yourself too you know as a streamer i've had a lot of people try and bring me down especially in the last couple months hasn't happened for a while to what you said earlier but um you know i, I talked about i had a, a guy that tried to come in and you know tell me he wanted to cast me for a tv show or some crazy stuff like that and he was just like a pathological liar like I don't think anyone can help that dude. He's probably lying to his family IRL right this minute. But he was a danger to myself and others. Like, he he was definitely a guy that was trying to, like, rope me into committing to projects that didn't exist. So it's that sort of thing. you got to look before you leap all, all the time. Nate and I have talked this with sponsorships and all the other, but happy to do more episodes about this sort of stuff in the future and kind of ways to handle that, mitigate it. Could be fun to have someone on the show that actually deals with that sort of thing too, to give some general feedback as well. So, yeah, bro. Whew. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That could be very interesting. Yeah, that would be, I mean, a podcast too. So, bada bing, bada boom. I mean, that could be a whole episode in itself, but. This yeah, week. it's it's one of those things. Don't dwell on it. I mean, nope. literally, it's it's one of those things that you learn with experience. I've seen other broadcasters that are newer that have like a decent amount of viewership, like sixty to seventy, that have done with it, and they literally have take their whole show and completely have converted it into a completely negative spot. And I'm Whoa. I'm noticing these people doing it over and over. So I'm not sure they're just like. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, don't so dwell on is, trolls or people that are treating you bad. Yeah, and just trying to do what you can do. But that's all I got. That's right. Me yeah. too. I'm done. Um, like I said, send that feedback, please. We want to know about your hype trains and your uh, your your feedback on who we could have from Twitch, if that's even a possibility in the future. Let us know those things. In the meantime, Nate, tell the people where they can find you. Perfect. You can find me literally almost every single day at twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate at 10 p or 10 a.m. Eastern. And uh, usually we're playing ESO right now. We're definitely doing like a partnership thing and the numbers are in and everything. So I'm really close. Yes. I don't know why they keep delaying it, but we should we should have 
cross the finish line here very soon. And then you can also find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at gnarly underscore Nate TTV. Yeah. That's where you can find them, you guys. And then you can find me, Kyle Dempster Studios, on Twitch at that name. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Kyle Dempster STU. I need to get better at that. I have so fallen off my Twitter train, but I need to get Ugh. back on there. That feed is just so nasty. I'm finally starting to like curtail it so it's not just negative, negative, negative. Because when the crisis started, that's what my feed turned into. And that's why I stopped. I was just like, I am feeling is. so down. Yeah, and mine are all, oh, God, I got, I, I told you guys, I, I got caught into this big one today about, like, Twitch etiquette, whether you can come into someone's chat. Some people say it's totally fine to go into a streamer's chat and call them boring to their face because that's free speech. And then, you know, it was all over. But, like, I need to stop getting roped into those. So to whoever retweets these really cool thought-provoking things, stop it. I need to be thoughtless and mindless. I need to just post Elder Scrolls memes. I need to not use my brain. Um, but yeah, and I, I'm streaming what two Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and who freaking knows when Graymore starts? I'm probably doing every day for like 12 oh, hours. I know a day. that's gonna be an every day. Whew. Same here, same here. Gonna like I, I'm, like I, t- I literally was talking to the 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 girlfriend, and she was like, "Oh, we should go to Florida." I'm like. Uh, I'm not going anywhere for like two months. Yeah. So congratulations. You have fun in Florida while I try to rake in as many viewers and right. subs and bits and financially stabilize myself. Right. So. so come by for both of our streams. Say hi. Tell us what you like about the show. Feel free to ask us any questions you have. Who knows what we'll be in the middle of talking about at the time, but we always like to chat with the viewers here. And thank you because I've seen a huge uptick in people coming by and saying that. I met Colin Smoke the other day, Um, you know, after we talked about him on the last episode and then he came by chat and was chatting and uh, all that cool stuff so oh man him and calypso uh, who's another person have listened to our stuff and i've been like analyzing them and they're doing they're they're killing they're like is there anything you can do because you know remember when we told him it's like yeah just fill in as much space as possible you know like you never want to be down space when you're talking well, they were talking like a million miles per hour. And then I was like, yeah, you could slow it down a little bit. And the clip sale did. But it was good. Like, I came in. I was like, wow, this feels like way more comfy. So so they're definitely like That's critiquing awesome. and doing they're doing their own test and things. I mean, I've never been so proud. And there's like so like a lot of you guys that come in, like Bryce Lynn and all these other people. Yes. Yes. I, I, I check great. in and, and peek into their streams every once in a while. They're doing a good job. But you just got to keep it up. I mean, the thing is, we're all out here. I mean, even someone like me who... I'm still out there grinding every single day trying to make it happen, and it, it never stops, so keep it, it up, never keep streaming, stops. you guys got it. <laughs> it never stops. You gotta love the journey, because that's literally all Twitch is. No <laughs> destination in sight. So, uh, yeah, feel free to check both of us out, you guys. All of our links are in, in the bios below, whether you're on YouTube. By the way, shout out, come by on Wednesday nights. We do this at 8 p.m. Reminder, at the moment at least, we're doing it every two weeks, but Nate, let's look at the calendar. Today is the 6th, Okay, we will have time. Oh, that's perfect. So if we record again on the 20th, that means that we get to skip the 27th, the day that Graymore, the ESO expansion oh, releases. God, yeah, so, that's going to be yeah. absolutely nuts. We should probably try and still pop in on the week after that, but that's nice. That means that'll already have been out for a solid yeah. week at that point, and we should both 
step away from Zoss sent you the stuff about you see the front page stuff is what Zoss sent you, right? Because I think they're trying to get me front page as well, too. They're like No, Zenimax is that doing something it. different. They're do well, oh, okay. I, I didn't right. I didn't double read that one, but they're doing something different. But Twitch reached out to me about a thing. So Man, I don't see yeah. if I was partnered, they could have just did this. They should have partnered I me. They better reply. I have back, no like, idea how that works. Cause again, well, dirty, I didn't have a partner manager. A, no, I'm I didn't going, even, want, I'm going to I was out there it, Papa Bezos talking to <laughs> forms, filling them in. So there you go, everyone. Before I get yelled at, I'm out of here. You guys have a good rest <laughs> of your week. Keep on streaming hard. And uh, we will catch you April, no, May 20th. I What the hell's wrong with my brain? I don't know what month it is or who we are. <laughs> yeah, it's the 20th. See you in the 20th. See you on the 20th of, of May, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Okay, chat. Bye.